0: Hello, and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your number one destination for sports news, analysis, and discussions. I am your host, Brandon Yates, and as always, I'm joined by my co hosts, Fuyu and Yang Guang. And today we will be chatting about Formula One news and talking points that have been dominating the headlines recently. And Yang Guang, I'd like to start with you, of course. The main headline that's been dominating Formula One in the last week or so has been the devastating crash that Chinese Formula One driver, Zhou Gan Yu, suffered. And, you know, fans from China and all around the world have been very concerned about his well-being, but just from the news that's been emerging from China lately, just for our fans around the globe, what is the latest news from his side and how have fans in China been reacting to You know what was obviously a devastating incident
1: well um joe has obviously been permitted to race in austria he passed a medical examination uh, which is necessary after the incident uh, to allow him to continue to uh, compete he wrote also on his uh, personal social media account that he feels fine now and uh, it's good to go to compete in austria and uh, he's ready to drive um, in terms of the Chinese fans' reactions, uh, many Joe's supporters have wished him well. Some fans put some encouraging words under Joe's social media accounts, saying that um, surviving a crash like this would give him some good luck in the future. Um, quotes, I waited for a week for good news about you, and uh, now to see you come back, I'm extremely happy. Um, Some fans just say they feel proud of Joe and admire his courage to return to the circuit. They also say um, Formula 1 drivers are all warriors. They can still continue racing after such severe accident. And some others say the result now doesn't matter anymore. They just want to see um, Joe race again. And some also cared for Joe's family, saying it would be a torture for them to see Joe compete every weekend after this. And I can tell mm. many Chinese fans are keeping following Joe's um, condition after the crash. And I don't know if it's a good thing or bad. It looks like uh, now more people are starting to pay attention to him. Yeah
0: absolutely and I think the most important thing I think not just from Chinese fans but from fans around the world is that it's great to see that they were mostly concerned about his well-being and of course the well-being of his family and of course you know from fans not just in China but from around the world we just wish him and his family the absolute best and we are so so grateful that he has made a full and speedy recovery we are very very grateful for that and just for you from your side from a human perspective, when you when you saw the incidents, what was your first reaction? How how did you feel and you know how concerned were you for his well being and how how do you think he will be feeling now?
2: Oh wow. It was such a horrific crash. It's The most scary one to me because I haven't seen any other Formula 1 car crashing out of the track upside down Mm. and then slamming into the walls. Um, Well, it's at least among one of the most scary ones, perhaps the uh, Fernando Alonso crash in australia in 2016 was worse yes and back then he didn't even have halo to protect him um this time at silverstone what's most horrible about joe's accident is for the longest time after the crash there was no information whatsoever about how he was doing i i believe everyone whether they're at the uh, at the side of the track or tuning in from the TV was anxiously waiting to hear about how rescues are going and if the driver was okay. Um, I I talked to my friend after the British Grand Prix and he followed the race live. And he said, um, while he was waiting for news about Zhou Guan Yu, that that felt like the longest and most excruciating, 40 to 50 minutes of his life. So that just shows how many people, not only in China, but how many Formula One fans were caring about Zhou Guan Yu after his crash. Um, at, at least he was conscious and taken to the medical center and we are so relieved to hear that he uh, was okay after undergoing medical checks. One comment that I read on Zhou Guan Yu's weibo is one of the fans said you have to be safe in order to become a world champion. So that shows the high hopes Chinese people have for him and um, how relieved they were after finding out the driver was okay.
0: Right. And just touching on that subject, I know, of course, we've dealt with things on a human level, and we're all just so grateful that he's okay and that he's able to, you know, you know, escape from that incident without any serious injuries or anything like that. But like you were saying, there are such high hopes for him and his future. After such a traumatic incident like this, how do you think... Um, That particular crash will affect his short-term and his long-term career in the sport. How do you think that he will emerge from that incident, you know, just in terms of this season and potentially going forward into the long-term future?
2: As a professional driver, I don't think it will affect him too much because Formula 1 cars are generally very safe these days. In Zhou Guan Yu's case, he had Halo, and he also owed his luck or his survival, whatever, to Halo, which was vital in protecting the driver's life in this case. Um, Without Halo, he probably could have easily broken his neck when the car flipped over. So I don't think it will affect him too much since the medic said he's safe to race. And also... Um, From what I observed, Zhou Guan Yu, although he's such a young and new driver in the Formula One tracks, he is fearless, and he doesn't hesitate when he attacks older and more experienced drivers. So I think he will get past this fairly easily, and um, probably there won't be too many long-term effects
0: yeah, I have to agree with you there. I know I saw him in an interview, I think it was in the last 24 hours, where he was speaking to a journalist, not necessarily about the incident, but just about his overall well-being at this point in time. And he seemed very relaxed, very calm, very confident. He had a smile on his face. So he seems to be a good, in a good place right now. And even if mm. he's not, you know, even if he is mentally struggling, I think the fact that he's dealing with it and he's coming across as being super confident and relaxed, I think that's a great sign of mental strength. And I think that's going to positively benefit him in the future. I think not just in the short term in terms of the rest of the season, but going forward. I think if he maintains that confidence and, like you said, the aggression that he shows and the lack of fear for you know older, more experienced drivers, I think that's really going to benefit him going forward. Yang Guang, just your opinion on the topic. I mean, you know, without the Halo safety system, I mean, is he is he lucky to be al- to be alive? And how how crucial is this Halo safety system in terms of protecting Formula One drivers in the future?
1: I I think it's crucial. It's um, d- determining right now for every racer um, to have this device on their car to guarantee their safety. I don't know what exactly, Joe. Uh, went through those few seconds in that incident, but uh, from his description afterwards, I can tell um, he was one, first he was very frightened, and the second, the halo device really protected him, saved his life. Um, he said when the car was uh, collided and uh, flipped, his first reaction was to get his hands off the steering wheel, because it, if he still held onto it, the collision could easily fracture, his hands Uh, when the car kept rolling on the ground he said he realized that there would be a huge impact he said he tried to loosen his body as much as possible to brace for the final collision and when everything stopped he was upside down and had no idea where he was he felt some Uh liquid leaking and didn't know it's from the car or his body and he said he Uh tried to turn the engine off um, because it's still running and he knew very well that if there was a fire, it would be very difficult to ex- escape. Um, mm. He said he didn't know how he survived that accident, but uh, looking back, he felt very lucky and uh, is sure that the safety device called um, Halo saved him. Yeah, I think there's definitely an element of
0: luck in terms of, you know, the fact that he managed to emerge from that crash with, you know, with very little, um, you know, physical injuries. But then at the same time, I think we can't underestimate the value of Halo and, you know, what Mm -hmm. impact it had on in terms of, you know, saving his life. But at the same time, I think it's also incredible how, you know, cool and calm he's kept, you know, throughout this entire ordeal and the fact that he was able to go through so many thought processes while the incident was actually happening in terms of protecting his body and making sure that he was A, you know, going to survive. I mean, that's of course, you know, the first and most important factor, but at the same time, you know, was able to protect his body in terms of being able to race for the rest of the season. I think it's pretty remarkable that he was able to do all of that while, you know, experiencing Possibly one of the traumatic experiences he will ever mm-hmm. have in his life, and certainly one of the most, you know, shocking crashes that I think I've ever seen in my entire life, you know, especially in Formula One. And then Yang Guang, of course, you know, we've, you know, all three of us have been saying that he is cool, calm, and collected, and, and that he seems to be completely mentally fine after suffering that incident. But just in terms of being able to compete again so soon, you know, the fact that he's cleared to mm-hmm. race in Austria... Do you really believe that this is the right time for him to return? Do you think he's ready? And how do you think he will do in Austria?
1: At least he says he's ready to go. Um, but um, I do believe um, he needs some time off the circuit, off the track, to you know heal the wound from the mental aspect. I, I think the impact is really minor physically. We know Joe is healthy now and, and to go on for the next race. But more importantly, as you mentioned, I'm afraid the crash would affect him mentally even more. And we know such an accident could be traumatizing for F1 drivers and the wounds will linger for a while in their minds. What happened to, for example, Niki Lauda after he had that huge crash in Germany? It took him months to walk out from the shadow and go into the car again. Um, From the um, description, um, I just imagined uh, how Zhou Guan Yu described um, the accident. I can imagine how scary it was when he totally lost control of his car and could do nothing but wait and hope everything ceased. It's a very bad feeling because... You don't know what happens next. You don't know what fate will be upon you. Um, I bet this kind of feeling cannot be wiped out for any driver in a short short period of time when they experienced something similar. When Joe returned home that night in London and uh, lay on his bed, I, it must uh, be a mixed feeling and uh, it won't go away that easy i think um and in a long run and um, i think it would remind joe and any other drivers and organizers as well Um really safety always comes first yeah
0: i think the fact that he was able to go through those horrible incidents and you know escape physically unharmed um i think that's the most important thing but like you have been saying the mental aspect of it will, you know, whether he shows it or not, I think will be hugely affecting him. Um, So it will be very interesting to see how he handles Austria and how it affects him in the long term. But I think that, you know, the positive side of things is that it's a massive wake up call, not just for himself, but the whole of Formula One to, you know, keep placing emphasis on the health and safety Mm -hmm. of all of the drivers involved. And, um, you know, hopefully we don't have any incidents like that in the future but it's also good to know that you know safety will be prioritized going forward and we just have to hope that he doesn't have too many mental mentally damaging effects from that from that incident and even if he does you know it is natural and we just have to hope that he gets through it as soon as possible and it'll be it will be very interesting to see how he competes in Austria and throughout the rest of the season so just in terms of you know of course um the positive aspects of Joe Guan Yu's participation in this season in Formula One, let's, you know, let's go, you know, take ourselves away from that incident and, you know, focus on the amazing positives of having him in Formula One this season. What kind of impact do you think he will have on the future of Formula One in China? Would you say that his biggest impact is currently on fans, or do you think that he will have a bigger impact on kids who want to be like him one day in the future? Will we be seeing more Chinese Formula One drivers in the future?
2: Hmm. Um. He's actually doing both in both aspects. Um. In terms of motorsports, Zhou Guanyu is definitely the biggest impact in China right now. Um. This season, there are a lot of new Formula One fans. Uh, maybe they are not fans yet, but there are a lot of people who are watching the races because of Zhou Guanyu. Um. And a lot of social media accounts are offering very entry level. Uh, Formula One or car racing knowledge just to help these new viewers understand the sport better. Um, uh, the importance of Zhou Guan Yu as the first Chinese driver in Formula One, I think, is he um, conveys that message to young drivers or kids um, about the power of a dream. He himself is an example. He was a fan of. Fernando Alonso, when he was a kid. And look where that's got him today. He's racing alongside his childhood hero on all the tracks. Um, There are a lot of Chinese kids watching him. um, And I hope in 10 years time, or maybe even sooner, there will be another Chinese race driver not only in Formula 1 but in other racing competitions as well um, who will come onto the podium or win the race and say I was inspired by the first F1 driver from China mm-hmm.
1: I think even after these accidents and um, at Silverstone Zhou Guan Yu would be the hero for more Chinese fans including those kids um, in China who have followed F1 frequently um, his influence on Chinese fans, I think, is that um, it makes it possible for us to realize that we can also make it into the top-tier racing competitions. Um, it's, like, it's like what Yao Ming joining the NBA brings yeah. to the Chinese scene yeah. basketball. He opened an era that every high school boy watched the Houston Rockets at lunchtime. I think what Joe does is having maybe... Not the exact same level of influence, but uh, produced. Uh, he has produced a similar impact. At least it's it's still growing.
0: Yeah, I think we have to agree that his you know his participation in Formula One is a hugely beneficial you know factor just for the future of um, Formula One and just overall racing you know c- car racing in China. I think that his impact is going to be hugely beneficial, not just in the short term but in the long term as well. And then just moving to The Formula One action that is taking place this weekend, of course, Formula One championship leader Max Verstappen will be chasing his fourth Austrian Grand Prix victory in five years. And for you, from your perspective, do you think that he is the favorite for this race? And if not, you know, um, which other drivers do you think potentially have a shot at um, winning in Austria this weekend?
2: Mm, um, I believe Verstappen is still the favorite for the race in Austria. Um, Right now, I really don't see anyone who can shake Verstappen and Red Bull's dominance. The Ferrari cars are fast, we know that, but perhaps um, they they are only faster in qualifying. And in terms of uh, how the whole team is functioning, Ferrari is nowhere near as well organized as uh, Red Bull. And the Ferrari cars are not as reliable. Apart from being the defending champion and one of the strongest drivers in one of the fastest cars, Max Verstappen also has the support of his teammate, which in, in, who in my opinion, is very underestimated because of his supporting role within the team. Um, What makes Sergio Perez such a good teammate is he can offer unconditional support despite being such a good driver himself. He follows team orders and knows his role within the team.
1: Um, But I can't
2: say the same for Ferrari because compared with Red Bull, the Ferrari drivers rarely support each other. Sometimes it's because of the reliability issues with their cars. So um, in some races, they're left with only one car on the track. And since yeah. there is no clear number one and number two driver within the team, and the there team... Definitely,
0: sorry for you just to yeah. jump in there. There definitely seems to be some tension there at Ferrari between Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. Not just between the two drivers themselves, but between the two teams' mechanics as well. I heard a rumor that when Carlos Sainz won the last Formula One race, that mm. the, um, the mechanics... From Charles Leclerc's team boycotted the team photo when um, Carlos Sainz you know, won that Formula One race because mm. they obviously had some, you know, issues with um, how the race turned out. So there definitely seems to be, I mean, of course, the drivers and Ferrari themselves are denying it, but there definitely seems to be rumors that there is a rift um, happening at Ferrari. And Yang Guang, just moving over to you, do you think that could potentially affect not just who wins the overall? world championship but the drivers constructors championship do you think that that fighting at ferrari will kind of benefits um the push not just by max verstappen but for um red bull racing
1: well at silverstone Carlos Sainz definitely showed that um he has the ability to stand on top of the podium and uh, it could be a threat for charles leclerc probably there's an inter-team issue with Between the two drivers, like what happened to the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals <laughs> when, when Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum, both very good players. Um, there's rumors about two players... Competing for the ball possession, maybe.
2: I, I thought you were. It,
1: it's, it's kind of similar situation. Yeah, I thought you were gonna <laughs> yeah. say
2: Lewis Hamilton and Nico Rosberg. I wasn't expecting you to switch <laughs> to basketball so yeah. soon.
0: what about that. Those two <laughs> hated each
1: other.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but I'm sure things at Ferrari haven't gone that far. Um, in, in Formula One, the uh, two drivers at the same team are essentially rivals against each other. Mm they um, each have their own
0: problem at red bull for some reason for you like you were saying it seems to be like less you know we we haven't really been hearing those rumors at red bull for some reason i'm, yeah. I'm not sure mm-hmm. why that's yeah. the
2: case be- because Checo because sergio Perez is such a good supporting driver <laughs> <laughs> like i said <laughs> he knows what his role should be and um, yeah. i remember is it early this season or late last season he uh, received the team's order to concede his lead to Max Verstappen even though Perez was faster and he only said to uh, only said in team radio it's not fair but okay uh, i've never heard such things at Ferrari
0: yeah me either like or anywhere else i mean i've never I'm, like you've been saying he, Perez seems to be the the ultimate teammate because i've never really heard of any other you know teams or drivers that have been competing for the title where, you know, the, the teammate was so willing to assist, you know, the other guy in the Mm -hmm. team. I guess maybe when Perez signed his contract, maybe, you know, Red Bull made it very clear to him, like, listen, dude, you're going to be the supporting star here. Max Verstappen is our number one guy. And maybe he was happy with that, Um, you know, and it seems to be benefiting not just um, Max Verstappen, but Red Bull's overall push for the Constructors' Championship. But just going into overall records, of course, we know Lewis Hamilton is still out there racing and he is sitting level with Michael Schumacher on a record seven world titles. And Fuyu, I'm going to throw this question to you. Do you think that Lewis Hamilton can still break that record and win an eighth title? And if he is going to do so, do you think he can do it at Mercedes or should he move on?
2: Mm, um, First of all, as a fan of Michael Schumacher, I definitely don't want him to break that record, <laughs> I want Schumacher to hold that record forever and for Hamilton from what it looks this season it doesn't seem likely and even if Mercedes improves their cars in the following seasons the the team will probably shift its attention to George Russell, it's pretty yeah. obvious that Russell is the future at Mercedes mm-hmm. as Verstappen is the future of Red Bull Um, these young talented drivers will be in my opinion, center stage for the next at least 10 years. And I can definitely see Russell winning races and challenging for the overall championship. Um, This season, he's already doing better than his teammate who had seven world championships. So I think Mercedes will offer Russell many more resources in order to nurture their Mm -hmm. next world champion. And um, at Hamilton's age, if I were him, I wouldn't move to any other team.
0: Yeah, it seems like Lewis Hamilton has a lot more questions facing him right now than answers, so it'll be very interesting to see what the future holds for him, but just in terms of what's happening currently, all eyes will be on Joe Guan Yu this weekend at the Austrian Grand Prix and how he and the rest of the drivers will do throughout the rest of the season after that traumatic incident, and hopefully as the season progresses, we will only have safe and fair racing going on right now and um, we have to wish Joe Guan Yu and all of the drivers the absolute best as they move into Austria this weekend and for the rest of the season. But that is all we have time for on the show this week. Thank you so much for tuning into Sideline Story and we will chat to you once again next week with our latest topic.